Oakland.org. Okay, there's a lot happening <laughs> right now. Can you guys hear your, hear me? I can hear you. I hear you. Can you hear yourselves? I can. Okay. I can hear myself. Wow. Ooh. All right. Hello. This is testing one, two. Test it, test it. Yeah. Oh, I hear your laughter. Oh, that um, sounds so sexy. So this is, yes, a lot of sexiness happening in the room right now. Uh, this is no suggestion, everybody. I'm Ralph Jean-Pierre. We got the Raving Janes in the room today, our, our guests. Co-host Xavier Pearson, I think, is on his way on his moped. Ooh. Pray God that he gets here safe and that he texts. He's here. Okay. All right. One I'll of the Raven Janes will run down to grab him. Okay. Yeah. Just run down See to that. Later. Okay. And then we'll have you guys do uh Well, we could start with you. So, Amy. Sure. Yes? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like, uh, um, I feel like it's my fault. I'm not very social. I'm not very friendly. I feel like we've, we've sort of probably crossed paths many times at the pit. You're like mostly a pit person in the, pre-pandemic or no i would say yes yeah I, I would also say that that i also feel that i am not very social or very friendly so i mm. I, could, I don't think you should put that on yourself i think okay maybe we're similar in that yes in that yeah there's so many people that i admire whose paths i crossed and never i never made friends with them and i when i examine myself about that about why that is why so closed why so closed off ralph <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't. I hear you. I hear you. Cause I, 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 I like people mm -hmm. and I am like, once I get in a little ways, I'm often very fascinated, but it's that like getting in. part. I'm the same way. I'm the same way. I really love people. I don't have anything in me of like, Oh, I don't want to be bothered or, Oh, I don't want to see people. I don't have any of that in me, but I also, I don't know. There's something in me. I don't know if I think it's cute or I don't know, but I I don't I have a closeness. Yes, yes. What is that about? Oh, they made it. You know what? And hey. I I want everybody to get in on this conversation because I think we we all have some of that in us. Mm -hmm. I feel like every, all four of us in this room, who we all introduce ourselves. I think we're all, uh, from my observation, in different spectrums of. Uh, introvertedness and not the most yes. friendliest. Oh, you may be at the the furthest James end of the further. of the friendliest yeah. spectrum. But I will say, Jamie, you have a mystique and a mysteriousness. You'll be like, oh, "Hi, no. how are you?" And then I know, yeah, I won't see you for like seven years. <laughs> you you will disappear. Are you Xavier? Check, can check, you hear check. yourself? Yeah, can yeah. I can hear myself. Good, good. Um, but yes, we were just talking about how we've sort of been living the same people's improv theater orbit for many mm. years, Amy and I, and we've never really made friends. I've seen you guys Aww. play at least four or five times. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm an admirer, but we've never, we've never made friends. I think we probably know each other more through the clown world and the improv world. Right. Um, <laughs> well, Jamie and I. I, I, I'm just meeting you guys, but I could attest to uh, Ralph. I've always, before, <laughs> before talking to Ralph, he's always just been the guy in the, in the corner of the room, sort of. What, really? <laughs> At least for me. <laughs> At least for me. He'd do, he'd do a crazy, he'd do an, an amazing improv set, and then he'd just be 
in his own zone afterwards. Oh, no. <laughs> not, not for me. For me, there's been a warm, friendly smile. But maybe that's because we met through Clown. Okay, is, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. probably... Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just that one incident. I remember coming up to talk to you, and you had headphones on, staring at your phone. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, at the bar. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I'm crestfallen. <laughs> feel free to make yourself comfortable also, Xavier. Don't okay, feel I'm gonna pressure some to, water, to, you yes. know. Okay. There's a bottle of water and there's cups that are hiding on that um on that shelf there that you can take advantage of. We're we're doing we're, we're having a very loungy night tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> having a very this is a easy night tonight. Ain't nothing in particular, going on, y'all can feel free to uh, set your things down. Uh, you you both look a little nervous I, I to be here. In the, I just haven't been here before. You've never been in a boudoir. I just haven't been in a boudoir in a long, <laughs> long time. <laughs> it's it, just a boudoir. It's just a boudoir. But, you know, my, my mother always told me to be careful in a boudoir. You got, you got to listen to mama. You got to listen to Mama. I don't want you to be alarmed by my silk robe. I just, I just, I wear a silk robe in the boudoir. My mom always told me to be careful of a man in a silk robe. You, you're very, you're very safe. I'm, I'm a very safe man. Name's Randall. Oh, Randall. That's now Rand- I do feel safer. Come on, now. everybody knows a Randall. I do feel safer. Don't you, don't you worry about it now. Can I offer you a lemonade? Have I crossed the line? I mean, is it a sweet lemonade or a sharp lemonade, a spicy lemonade? No, nah, it's sweetened by honey. No, sh- no, no pure sugar, just honey. All right, then. I think that would be just fine. Now, come on. Randall's going to take care of you. Betsy, we said we were just going to look. Maureen, don't you ever get tired of looking? If you take a drink of that lemonade, you know you're not going to come out of here. What, do you think I don't have the strength? You think I don't have the strength once I've gotten a taste? What was your name? Was it Noreen? Maureen? Noreen? Maureen? Laureen. Laurie. Laureen. Laureen. Oh. I'm sorry. I've been hiding in the curtains. Oh, <gasps> ladies. <laughs> this is, this is. Mandel. I'm Randall. This is Mandel. Hello, I am Mandel. This is Laureen. And this is... Uh, oh. oh, I didn't get your name, miss. Well, let's let's say I'm Sally. Oh, okay. If you use another name, then no one will... will yeah, then it's like it didn't even... It you won't make it into the papers. It won't make it into the papers. Well, Mandel oh. and I, Mandel and Randall, have given you our real names. We let you into our real boudoir. Yeah. You've seen me in my robe. Since I stepped in this boudoir, I've never paid attention to any pop culture or history. I don't know what your name is, okay? And if you did tell me, I wouldn't even, it wouldn't even register. Well, that does oh. make me feel much more comfortable. Mandel lives only in the present. That's his mm-hmm. great gift. Mm-hmm. That is a gift. Also hiding in corners, dark corners. Mm-hmm. They're like a spider. Yes. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of spiders, and I've learned to ignore them. Mandel and I are half brothers. Mm-hmm. We have the same father, but different mothers. 
but we both have been raised by the same principle. You got to listen to mama. Well, that means then I should go. Oh, oh. Well, okay, I just want to say I'm also a lawyer. (laughs) So if you leave, if you'd like to leave, um, I just want to also offer my services as a lawyer. Oh, well, I mean, that's very convenient because some, you can always use a lawyer. Yep. Yeah. Mandel, you, you really, you've really got all the bases covered. Uh, there's a lot, there's a lot <laughs> the boudoir can offer. Betsy, I can see exactly how your mind is working. You are thinking how you're going to stay here and you're going to get in that silk robe and then you're going to get this lawyer here to, to fancy talk you out of it, but our mom is not going to stand for it, and you know that. Well, our mama doesn't need to know. You wouldn't tattle on me, would you? All right, Sally. Um, Sounds like you guys are from a small town like Scarsdale or... Uh, Bridge North. Bridge North. We're from Bridge North, yes. Oh, Bridge North. North Bridge North. North Bridge North. You know, North Bridge North. You know, when I heard about ladies from Bridge North, they Randall. love Randall. They love Randall. Lemonade. Come on. <laughs> All right. See. <laughs> That's super fun. Um Yeah, I I uh I really am uh damn it, Xavier. Really No, no, not the bag, not the sound. Oh, okay. the, the, just the, the uh, Oh, I got you with your. You got your, me. Your, uh, hit me. <sighs> I mean, it's cool. The the I always thought, oh, that guy's got his own. He's got his Aww. own thing going on. Oh, what? What is uh? What? How are you? What scene are you guys living in now? Post pandemic. What scene did you? What? How would you describe the scene you were living in pre pandemic, if any at all? And where do you find yourselves swimming now? You know, loosely, I've, I think we've said loosely, we know each other a little bit from the cl- New York clown world, the New York improv world. Where do you find yourselves swimming now as a way to get to to know you, mm. Jamie and Amy of the Ramming Janes? That's a very good question. <laughs> because objectively, it's not that different, but it feels very different. Kind of the before and after. Mm. Um. Mostly we work with our with each other. We don't, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of the improv world, we mostly work with each other. But we how long have, has this partnership existed? Ten years. Wow, a little longer now. A little longer now, yeah. Holy moly! Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but I think to kind of, you know, circle back to to being unfriendly. Um, <laughs> I, I always do. I think we're, <laughs> yeah. We're, I think we're starting to kind of find our way back into the improv scene a little bit more. We we were really kind of on our own a lot mm. prior, and now we've been, I think, because of working with Centralia a little bit, and Chris Griggs invited us to do something, and it, it feels kind of exciting to be engaged with the improv scene again, which we weren't so much before the pandemic, I would say. No. Um, where did you, how do you feel that the before was different? Where were you oriented before? Still mostly just working together? 
Were you on house teams? Were you doing a lot of indie teams? And I know you also have, you both also have a background in dance. Are you active? How is that coinciding with the improv thing? How is the clown stuff coinciding? Like, we, because we, we were having a conversation earlier even about do improvisers consider themselves, uh, comedians we don't need to talk about improv the whole time i want to know about all <laughs> other parts of your lives but you know uh where where was where you do you feel you're pursuing a comedy thing do you feel you're pursuing like an art just like a, an overall arts thing is it more dance for you like i'm just curious about your own you don't have to give your coordinates <laughs> You know, I'm not, but I just want your musings about what what you what you guys do as the Raving Janes. Yeah, well, I'll I'll answer the first thing, and then and then uh, before the pandemic, I was a little bit in this uh, beautiful immersive dance theater world. I was getting to do a regular show not too far from here. Um, and then she fell, and it's one of those shows that sort of takes over your life, but it's. Um, a beautifully crafted show, all super set, but um, a lot of really direct inter- interaction with the audience. Wow. Which was. I don't think I knew anything about this. Okay. Yeah. Great show. Third Rail Projects. It was beautiful. It's over now. Yeah. Um, but that was a lot of my life for like the year and a half, two years leading up to the pandemic. Um, and as far as like how Amy and I think of ourselves. <laughs> Uh, I think we, or at least for me, I really just think of myself as a performer who wants to be um, as physical as possible, um, movement based, and uh, feel you know feel connection with the audience and with other players, whatever shape that takes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel that. I think that mm-hmm. makes. I think that makes a lot of sense. I, yeah, I, I, I really feel like. Uh, I have an admiration for people who come to comedy or art from like an intellectual place. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't feel like I have access to that at all. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think of you as very, yeah, I was, I was like, thinking you're constantly earlier thinking of things as we were talking, I was and like, using oh, yeah. and debating. Yeah. There was a lot of music. <laughs> a lot of debating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I don't like it, Xavier. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't want that to be my reputation. I want I want another thing uh to be to be living in. But um Yeah. Conversations are good though, like dialogue, you know, understanding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's how we figure things out. Feels it's felt harder in this world to do that. And I'm not complaining about it. I feel like um, at this moment in my life, like last few years, I've, I've like taken it upon myself to try to figure that out, and I I want to deal with it more. But I think a lot of a lot of conversation, really, or just like relating in community, a lot is about letting go. I like what you were saying about that. We, we did this thing and it was very beautiful, but it ended. Right. Like endings are a <laughs> particular interest to me right now. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, oof. And like, uh, I remember I heard this quote years ago, uh, not years ago, maybe like two years ago, that really 
even like then it like rocked me where uh, Donald Glover, Childish Gambino had announced Childish Gambino might be done. I may do one more project and then that will be finished. I don't know if that means I'm done with music or whatever. This is what he was saying. Mm-hmm. And the person, you know, he had just put out, I think it was when Awaken My Love came out. So that, you know, with Redbone and all those big records that he put out, that funk album. And the person was, you know, in Atlanta was so hot at the time. And the person was like, really? And maybe the Lion King record had come out or something like mm-hmm. that. And the the interviewer on the red carpet or whatever was like, really? You're going to just end this? You're just going to let it end? And he said, I think endings are beautiful. Mm. I think endings are a really good thing. I don't remember his exact quote, but I just, that hit me really hard then. And, and it's still <laughs> battering my insides right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm just, I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't I, know where that lives. I would love to be, I would love to be, to feel that way, like truly feel that way, I think it would be such a different way of living. Mm. Like, no, no, the ending is beautiful. I'm living, 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 even then it's ending and then it's beautiful. And then, but I have some fear around endings. Mm. <laughs> Melissa, mm. I'm demolishing the house. But, but Jeff, I, I just, I just, uh, I just, I'm not ready. This house is done. The foundation is rotting. The roof I is hear rotting. I know, I the know. couch is made of spiders. It, it's dangerous and it's been condemned and, and no one in their right mind would ever live here. And yet this is our home. This is our home. We've, we, we've, we've raised our children here. I, I want to die in this home. Melissa, I know that you were raised right down the street in this town. I know that you love this town and... You know, it makes you happy to go to the, the farmer's market. and I love the farmer's market. Your your hair has gotten these wonderful blonde highlights from the long walks that you take. The walls are made of knives. We have to get rid of this house. We have to demolish this house. Have you ever considered where we're going to live next? What, some some clean house with with white walls and, and hardwood floors that are maybe like a nice light finish wood and, and maybe we'll have a nice neutral concrete countertop and, and white dishes from Ikea. That sounds wonderful. And we can do all kinds of combinations of colors. They don't have to be so austere. This, the garage tried to eat our dog. This is not the man I married. <laughs> I don't want to live in a death trap. I don't want to live in a constant Fear of what, you hepatitis. Want to be safe? You want to be safe? You want to be in, in a womb with, with blankets all around you and, and warm bulbs, just making sure you're, you're slightly sweaty? I just want to know that our house won't sweep my mother's legs as she's trying to go down the hallway. That, she was attacked. It was a very close call. It's true. Um... If I can just speak for the house. Oh God, post. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put out there that your mom was being really difficult that day. It's true, she was. She, she was, was being she was extremely being so difficult. She's in so her late seventies. I'm just saying, as a house that's been around for a long time, she was particularly difficult and deserved to be taken out. <laughs> Deserve even if she deserved it, she's a woman in her late seventies. She's never walked the same again. Her hip is now in a different shape. House, 
post, I know you're not responsible for what the whole house does, but my wife and I, we must leave. We must demolish you. I've already signed the papers. Post. What? Are you ready to go? I just don't know that I've really made enough of a splash in the world. I've just been at post here in this one house for so long, and I just feel like if someone could tell me that I had mattered, that I had done something in my life, then maybe I could be ready to go. I brought a priest. You brought a priest? He's going to give a final benediction and blessing (laughs) over this house. And then tomorrow morning at 6 a.m., we're going to begin demolition. And am I going to go... Go to, like, house heaven? Am I going to... Hey, did I hear my name? <laughs> hey, uh, how's it going? Uh, post, uh... Hey, priests. Uh, okay, Father. everything's going to be all right. I'm going to make this house a home again. <laughs> but Father, we're going to demolish this house. Oh, no, 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 no. What? No, 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 no. Father, that's what I brought you. I brought you to do a final... Benediction and blessing over this house. No, 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 no. My no, wife no. and I are Father. leaving. Thank you so much. Of course, of course. We needed course. a voice of reason. I, I, I am as a as the man who uh, brought this this marriage into existence. You did marry my wife and I. Yes. I, I, I feel a, a sense of responsibility to keep this house a home. Part of this the roof, cannot happen. No, 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 no. I agree with him. Part of the roof shook and a and a curtain rod fell on my child. It's cool. That's cool. Have you ever seen a, a, a window seem to smile? What? A window smile? It smiled when my child was f- had fallen under the curtain rod. Well, your child was being very difficult. I had a conversation with window and, and, and it was being very difficult. Damn it, and post. what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. We have very, very strong children. And they refuse to come home, but that is their own choice. They don't want to live with us. They've been living with our grand with my with my with my mom, who does not walk well anymore, they've been living with her in her one-bedroom apartment. We have seven children. Listen, they don't Mac, want to live in this house. Mac, listen. Yes, father. When I see, I see the knives on the walls, and I see the curtains. There's not knives in the the walls. Are made of knives. The walls are made. Okay, so uh, these are knives that are uh, welded together. Well, they're, 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 it's, it's sort of like think of subway tiles. Except that they're they're knives. They they didn't start that way. Interesting. It's sort of, it was it was a nice like sort of um, stainless steel, mm-hmm, and then they mm-hmm. started to splinter. And then as they splintered, they sort of sharpened each other. So think of, of sort of just jars of steel sticking out that might, uh, you know, cut your cheek open. Okay. At, at any point, in they time. make themselves sharper. Do you understand they what my do. wife is saying? Magical. It's, it's magical. It's divine. We're, we're an organism that's constantly evolving. Who's who's that Spanish artist? You know who, who does the things like the Earth. It's 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 uh, I, you. It you got me. Be I have no clue. Gaudi. Goya. Yes. Gaudi. Yes. Either one. Both actually. Yeah. Francis Goya. <laughs> Goya. Gaudi. Goya Gaudi. Yes, this is a Goya Gaudi house. Uh, 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 well, um, that sounds that sounds like a, a a plus to me. It sounds like you guys are living in a a, a, a art of a house of art and, yes. and harmony. Yes, yes. 
Uh, Post, yes. is that your name? My name's Post, yes. And you are the home? I am the Post, one of the Posts. You are one of the Posts the of the home. home. Yes. This is the only friendly part of this house to me. Like, Post and I have a good relationship. Mm, that's, a, that's a step. Foundation. Foundation. I don't know if you see these stitches here on the side of my head. That's from the house. Look. Not from Post. You were being very difficult that day, though. I think we're just a family of that has a very strong will, mm-hmm. and so does this house. You know what? <gasps> Oh damn! You know what? Holy mo! Oh, the oh. the knives. They're <laughs> Holy coming. Shit. You know what, They're guys? Coming. I don't think this is working out. I'm uh, I I have to. Ah! <laughs> it's <laughs> flying! Ah! It's flying! Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that might have been the longest scene we've ever done in this show. That was we're real. not good at Indians. <laughs> That was a real. Ep- I didn't want it to end. That yeah. was a real world. <laughs> My God. Um. Yeah. I. I totally. Um. Yeah. And the issue of endings. Uh. <laughs> I really. Uh. God. How. I feel like a lot of life is just about trying to accept and come to terms with that. I feel like you spend your whole life trying to do that. Mm-hmm. It's. I feel oh. like I run to endings. I feel like, <laughs> like, I'm like, damn, talk about it. <laughs> I'll take that. Yeah, yeah. I, I keep trying to like, I keep trying to like, I, I keep thinking of like ways to, to I don't know, get out of things. I like, uh, like last year or a couple months ago, I, I, <laughs> I don't know, this sounds weird, but like I, del- I deleted a lot of, a lot of numbers on my phone oh. wow. and I just like, was like, you know what? I don't, I don't yeah. text these people or like. I like unfollowed people on Instagram. Like I, I just check in on them and see how they're doing. It's not, I don't know. There's no real connection here. Goodness. <laughs> I think that's wonderful. Like yeah. Cleansing, like getting rid of. Yeah. yeah. Is that what it feels yeah. like to you? Like a cleansing? Yeah. It feels like. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, my number? I'm cleansing people. <laughs> yeah. Your number's gone, Ralph. I'm oh, sorry. I get it. <laughs> I feel cleansing. No, no. I get it. <laughs> no, no. Um, yeah, and it's just like even at my job, I started a new job, and I was like, I want a new, I want a new one. I want to. Wow. I think, I'm thinking about next year. Like, I I want to like do a trip, and like, hopefully after that trip, I'll I'll figure out a new a way to like approach the next year in a new way. I don't know, or like try to I don't know, and that and that means I have to end certain things to do that. That scares the shit That's out of me. very wise. That, yeah. That, I just, yeah. I just add. Terrifies me. I'm like, just, I'm gonna, I you just, just compile it together. Things. Yeah. yeah. It's, wow. It doesn't, it catches up with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I'm the same way. I yeah. I just we have add that things. That's why I disappear because I'm just running around. Wow. Just trying to, yeah, balance everything. But I love all the things. You yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah. It is also interesting how, you know, that's my, we've we've known each other God, now I'm thinking maybe. I don't know. S- really? Well, maybe not that. Uh, maybe. Since I started doing clown, which was about 10 years ago. I started You around... were in one of my first workshops. Okay. Oh. With Chris. Was that a weekend workshop? Yeah. Or a... a yeah, impro- so that improv? was almost 10 years ago. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Whoa. Uh, clown. Okay, a clown workshop. Chris was, Chris was in it? Chris, which Chris are you thinking of? Oh, maybe it's another Chris. Yeah, we're it's talking about Chris, Chris Bays. Oh, okay. And um, uh, 
Yeah, that's probably almost any. And I probably maybe knew you from the improv scene. I think you were wearing um, brown overalls and like a red shirt. Is that possible? Or that's oh, just yeah, your. That's maybe not- I was wearing suspenders. <laughs> suspenders. That's what you were wearing. Yeah, yeah. You were wearing suspenders. Actual suspenders. Oh yeah, yeah there was yeah, a I big. Mean, there was a long suspenders what your, period. What was your clown name? <laughs> what was your first clown name? Um, I got it years after that, like two, oh, three okay. years after yeah, yeah, that, yeah. and it was little tadpole. Oh. Yeah, little nice. tadpole. <laughs> Do you still I, use it? Sure. Yeah. I, I don't make a lot of. Yeah. I'm not a. I guess we'll give some insight into the clown world. I'm not a clown that like makes a lot of shows or anything. Yeah. I, uh, but, uh, yeah, I had a, just shorts pulled up Aww. to my waist and, uh, and just had hot dog taped to my arm <laughs> in case I had needed right. a snack. Yeah. Very wise. Um, yeah. Very I'm going to do that. <laughs> just, yeah, tape a snack to your arm. It's under, it's underrated. Yeah, that's a good idea. Gosh. I, Mm. It like just hearing Xavier's story about like oh I want things to end. That's so wise. It's very wise. It's very wise. It's very zen. Mm-hmm. What do you? I wish like teach us. Yeah, <laughs> I can. I do feel like I'm I'm able to end things and walk away from them. But I, what I am finding is I have um. Hmm. Allow me to say something potentially chauvinist. Okay, just potentially. <laughs> I feel like, in general, stereotypically, um, uh, men and women have two sets of fences around their hearts. And for women, those fences are close together. And you almost can't get into the first one. But if you can get into the first one, you can get into the into the interior mm-hmm. one. If you can get into the first, you can probably get in the interior. For men, you can get into the first, but the interior one is way tighter around the huh. center, and it's much harder to get into. <laughs> That's okay. the I, image that I that lives I in my head. I think that is an amazing. That has clarified so much. <laughs> 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 you just clarified like <laughs> two decades of my life. <laughs> one point for chauvinism. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? I th- I, I don't I, think you could. I don't think it's chauvinism exactly. I mean, I think it's it's. I don't know. It's something. I just get scared when, I <laughs> when make you generalizations make the about men and yeah, women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I do. And so, where was I going with this? Oh, oh, please let me find. If you, anybody has thoughts that they want to add about that, but, I feel like. Oh, uh, uh, we were talking about change, something about being able to. In things, and you were talking about something Ooh. about. Oh, this is what it was. It was for me. I think that I think in keeping with this sort of to myself yeah. thing, I'm able to let go of. I can let go of things, mm-hmm. but it's because I've never really let them in. Mm-hmm. But when something is in, and I gotta let go of it, it will yeah. it'll break me. Mm-hmm. So with people, I can keep them at arm's length, and then I can enjoy them and love them w- right where they are. Right. But if they come in and then they try to leave, <laughs> I'm just, yeah. I'm just become linguini. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it, yeah. It's, and I don't think it's a good practice because, because I don't have practice then mm. at like letting things in and letting them walk away. Well, you need to it's practice just being it. Human, you can't perfect the art of being human. <laughs> 
<laughs> like to like to, like to work on it. I'd like to I'd like to work on it. How do you how do you guys work on it? Do you have a practice of how you work on being human? Is it through making art? Is it through I'm asking just because I'm I'm realizing it's something you had to practice and I never knew. <laughs> I definitely think the yeah, like making art is definitely a big part of it. It's definitely how I cope mm. with things and I think improv is interesting cuz it's like it's there's just nothing to hide behind. So like when we're in rehearsal together that day, it's just you know, whatever is there is going to make it into what we're working on. Mm-hmm. Um and and there are things there are like you can't play unless you deal with certain things. So it's Ooh. kind of a test for me in some ways like if I want to be in a state of play, there's some stuff that I have to get through. Um, mostly like in terms of physical state, breathing, but also that connects to emotions and just like where I am and being, yeah, and yeah, like, being truthful about where I am. And if I can do that, then sometimes I can go through to a state of play. But if I'm like avoiding things and disconnected, then I'm not going to be able to play. Wow. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. That's like such a, I feel like that's such a great wisdom about, and, and, and a great sensitivity to your own self that I'm like trying to learn to cultivate. It's, I don't know if you've ever had this experience where like, um, like I feel like I was thought of myself as like very sensitive and very connected. And, and, and just recently I've learned, oh, <laughs> no, no, it's not. Uh, wasn't where I thought. It's like not that I'm not, but I wasn't where I thought I was. You know what I mean? It's like it's like I thought I was a black belt, and I realized I'm just like an orange belt. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um. So yeah, I oh I, yeah, really. That's such an interesting way of looking at like making any art, but especially improv. Like it, once you get going, it'll tell you, hey, you got something going on here. Deal with this. You know what I mean? Do you have that same experience, Xavier? Do you feel that in your plan? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if it started when I, like, because I was on stage. Or I think, yeah, I think it did. I think you notice things when you're on stage performing, and then you can't help but notice it when you're just doing things in your life. Mm-hmm. Like you, Like, it's just you start to... I don't know, your brain starts to get rewired in that way. So you start to see things in a new way and you start to pay attention to yourself and to pay attention to the other person in a, in the same way that you were doing on stage because you're learning these skills. And it just, and it, and if you're really trying, then it makes you check yourself in a way. It makes you check the thing, the decisions you're making. Like, I don't, I don't, I can't think of anything specific. Um, but uh like just like listening or 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 when your emotions spike and you're and you're lead and you're letting that lead and letting instead of letting something else lead and stuff like that that i that i feel like happens 
I don't know what we're talking about anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you're performing. <laughs> I feel like you're making complete sense. Yeah, yeah it makes sense. We were talking about like what is it to be human and then how improv connects into that and how improv When you're fully present and embodied. <laughs> yeah, when you yeah. find a strong moment, when you find a a moment of poise and a in an angle, a fulcrum to bend against. God, I just want to shoot this deer. Listen, I'm getting to the point. I'm okay, get, okay, okay. Fred, I'm getting to the point. Okay, okay. I'm just getting a little antsy, okay? okay. It's right there. It's right there. Okay, just, I'm going to be real quiet. I'm just going to explain. It's so fully, nice out today. Oh, my God. Don't be distracted by the deer. It's mm-hmm. trying to. It's, trying it's to, really enjoying the field. We. It's, it's right out in the open. This fresh air is perfect. Fred, I want you, no, you got to pay attention because I want to get this thought okay, out. Okay, okay, okay. Just get it out. Get the your deer, thought out. Get your thought deer, out. We are mm. in this field together, okay? Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. that when you get to a moment and you get your leg around something, you kind of, you know what I mean? Then you kind of can swing toward it. You know what I mean? Sometimes With your leg, I have a gun in my hand. Yeah. Look, what are you talking about with your leg? Yeah, it's slowly prancing away. Because you want to be able to slide into the groove of things. You don't want to just plop in. You want to slide into the groove of Dear, it's right up to it's right up to us. It just walked right up to us. Bye. Oh, oh, no. oh my! No, 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 no. Uh, okay, okay. I'm, do- I'm, I'm going almost for done it. with this. I'm thought. going for I'm it. I'm almost done with this. Thought. It just told I'm me almost- bye. <laughs> the deer said, good, just almost, said goodbye. I'm it's almost done with this. Thought. No, no, no. And now I'm coming to the end. I'm coming. I'm, I'm, I'm now oh. working toward the end. Get out of the way. Why are you in front of the gun? <laughs> Get out of the way. If you fire that gun, I'm gonna lose my train of thought. <laughs> I'm gonna lose my train of David. Get out of the way! I'm gonna shoot you. Here, David. I'm gonna give it a piece of. I'm gonna give it a piece Ooh. of bread. Ooh. That'll. Oh, oh no! This is pumpernickel. All right. Uh, oh, oh no! Oh no! David, what would get? But this is exactly also what I wanted to say. It's like sometimes you make an offer. Sometimes you give the thing an offer, and the offer doesn't work. Then you gotta be malleable. You're killing it. Oh, it's, it's jokey. Oh my God! It died. Thanks, David. <laughs> Isn't this what we wanted? The I deer wanted is to... dead. It's an ending. It's an ending. Whoa! This this rabbit. Hello, yeah, rabbit. It's an ending. It's an ending. I was trying to. I was, that's the point I was trying to make, to my friend. Yeah, well, you got to get to it. You, you took too long. I'm trying to. I've been working now, on trying to be more concise. No, I'm sorry, rabbit. Dead. But what do you know about? Uh, hunting game. Well, if you consider a vegetable game, then I know quite a bit. Oh, okay. Have you, have you ever have you ever had to face off against a carrot twice your size? <laughs> no, or I guess I, celery, I guess I haven't. No. I mean, like for for a small animal, I I do have quite a fierce game. I just uh, yeah, I get it. yeah. Well, you're a very direct rabbit, and I I, I just want to say I admire that because for me, you know, sometimes I I feel like I'm approaching you know maybe a precipice or I'm trying to, you know, uh, you know, making an, uh, making an advance. I mean, I'm just making an initial step toward a. Just go, just say it, just say it. What are you saying? Damn. Uh, well, this rabbit is right. You're just kind of. You gotta say it. You're, you're like dancing around it. Sometimes a thought wants to percolate in there, <laughs> but inside there's a, there's sort of a turbine turning, and then the, on the, but then the, the in the other direction there's, uh, there's a maybe a. A vein, a windmill, or something, something, and so there's sort of a torque happening of yeah. we two don't, different. We don't, we don't need that. We don't need the torque. 
I just need you to get to the right. What are you going to say? You yeah. can't help but notice that you're wearing a rosary, Rabbit. Well, yeah, I, uh, my grandmother, a devout Catholic. <laughs> oh. <See? laughs> That's super fun. Thank you for that detail. Yeah. <laughs> I did notice for a while, I was like, this rabbit is wearing a rosary. <laughs> you just. <laughs> that was just a feeling you had. You I just yeah. felt a strong feeling that I had. Yeah. I do want to, because I felt it was worthwhile, I do want to talk about this again. Like, we before you got here, Xavier, we were talking a little bit about just like uh, something I've mentioned before, which is that. First of all, I always say that I try to avoid improv talk on this improv podcast because it just feels like putting a hat on a hat. I do try to avoid it. But I do like to think about and talk about with improvisers like uh, like big thing about doing this show for me is like presenting us the way fucking stand-ups have the fucking game locked like podcasts and like presenting themselves as comedy entities and I just admire them for it. And it's like, what is it about us as improvisers and clowns that we can't grab onto that and embrace it? Maybe we're not supposed to. Maybe we're to do another thing. But what is that about? And what is your own uh, relationship to that? Even outside of, you know, fame or branding, but just like, establishing a, a voice and a presence. Is any of this making sense? I feel like yeah, I'm... For uh, sure. Yeah. I mean, I've thought about this a lot. Mm. and But I'm not the guest, so... Don't go for it. Um, <laughs> I feel like... I feel like with uh, improv... I'll just go with improv because I know I know that the close... I feel like improv, there is a large part of it is uh, there's uh, emphasis on schooling... Ooh. And then there's an and then there's after schooling there's coaching. Wow. And and there's and the and the, and if you think outside of that there's the whole theater there's a theater system that you're a part of. Where uh, where's in where stand up it's all it's They're always rogue. been yeah it's always been yourself. You're not a part no you do a show at the a theater or a bar you're not a part of the bar you're just doing that your show mm-hmm. there. And then you move on to the next bar or theater, wherever you're going. And it, it's, I feel there's something about that. There's like a, a reliance in improv on, on being led to some or being led by something. And I feel like I, maybe if there was more of a individualism or a focus on, Ooh. I've got something here. I've got something special. Mm-hmm. I don't have to, I don't have to get it honed down or cut down into anything specific or fo- or like want to or see something and want to be that or follow that just a more I don't know more individual internal work rather than external climbing that is brilliant what do, yeah. what do you guys think about especially because I was thinking like you guys work with a coach how do you what do you guys think about what Xavier was just saying if anything at all I think that's really interesting like I've never thought about it that way but it's true there's like a lot of emphasis on sort of being an improviser but not necessarily on like creating something and i Mm. think it's weird like improvisation 
there's kind of like improv, which has its own like kind of style and <clears throat> vibe that people think of, but it's like a process. Yeah. So it's, it's, and I feel like it would be nice if we could understand, I don't know, like think of ourselves more as like people who work with a certain process, but what we end up with could be like totally, totally different. Wow. Um, but I think, I don't know, maybe because of the schooling, like the process yeah. tends to be somewhat similar. Um, and then it also feels like there's not such an infrastructure for like continue, like also there's no funding. Yeah. You know, like there's not, there, it's kind of lives in this world between like commercial and grant funding. Like there's no, nobody's getting a grant to do improv. Improv. Should. But, but it's also like not as connected to the commercial world as stand up. So it kind of is in this weird hmm. place in terms of funding, I think. Even that, I think, is connected to what you're saying, Xavier. Yeah, yeah. It's a very, maybe I'm, I don't know if this is the best word, but like mercenary approach mm-hmm. to stand up where they're just mm-hmm. like, show up, show up, I do this, you give me 20 bucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, give me my money. Give me my money. <laughs> you know, uh, there's a great, and it's from Maria Bamford, which it seems even a little incongruous with her, but she says, she says, you know, I'm a comedian. I'm a nightclub comedian. Many nights I'm paid with a gun on the table. <laughs> you know? And there, yeah, there's something about that that mm-hmm. improvisers don't have of just like showing up. I did my show. Give me some money. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I, I also feel like part of what I love about improv is um, not being alone. Like it's yeah, yeah. making things together and trusting um, that I don't have to know everything. That all I have to do is is contribute this one step and then keep listening and then something's going to surprise me. And, and um, I, I infinitely prefer that way of working than just like, you know, sitting with a notebook and writing on my own and trying to come up with mm-hmm. um, material. I did one solo show during the pandemic, mm. um, but I very much created it in collaboration with, with Virginia, with Virginia Scott. And it was, it was uh for my clowns, it was very like physical, um, but that was just because of the pandemic. Like now that uh, now we have a group of clowns, and and I will do the same the same main act, this Amelia Earhart <laughs> act that I've been doing for maybe too long. Um, but having like the four other performers there to to mess with me, and it's so much more fun than doing it alone. So I do not envy that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah there is something there is something in us of like yeah being a lone animal versus being a pack animal mm-hmm. and it's interesting those of us that can vacillate and it's interesting those of us that are like no i'm a pack right. animal i want to do things as a as a pack or as part of a pack I mean, I am also a loner. That's the name of my clown, loner. So, so what I'm saying wow. is, is a little bit backwards. But the thing with loner is like, he likes to be alone, but like, you know, in the corner, the other people are in the room, you know. So. Mm, that's what I am. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what I am. Yeah. I don't want to sit in the corner of a room that nobody's in. And only for yeah. part of the time, oh, not the yeah. whole time. Okay. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I like... You like occupying the, uh, a space within uh, your own space within, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, a, a public space, I guess. Sometimes people would um, comment on, um, you know, I used to host karaoke, so I'd be at the Cobra Club because oh, I'm yeah? there. 
and it's very, you know, Friday or Saturday is very loud and mm -hmm. people drink and dance and, you know, all type of stuff is going on. And I'd be getting ready to host my karaoke party. And especially at the time when that was my full time job. So I was oh. hosting karaoke parties, you know, a couple of a week. Um, maybe we should shut that window. Yeah, somebody's Xavier. really arguing outside. Yeah. You want to push that down? Um, and so, but anyway, so it'd be like, you know, I'd be getting ready to start my, thank you, Xavier. I'd be getting ready to start my karaoke, uh, party and, People would always marvel. I could just fall asleep right just sitting there at the bar. Oh, I would yeah. just sit in a thing uh -huh. right there, and just, I would just sleep for half an hour before my thing. There's, there's just something about when when there's life in a room, I'm most comfortable, really? and I don't need to be a part of it at all. In fact, mm -hmm. I'd kind of prefer not to be, but I want to be there. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but it's unfriendly. <laughs> it's it's strange. It's strange to show up. No, no, Where lots of people are and then be like, but I, I don't think, need to speak to you. I think if people knew that you were happy, <laughs> yeah. I think it might be okay. Like if I was like, I mean, oh, Amy no, actually has a similar strategy. <laughs> like when Amy, like if we, if we're like at a festival, sorry, I'm, I'm ratting right. you out, but like yeah. we're at a festival and everyone's <laughs> out at the bar and going around talking, you know, like this is where maybe I, I do show my friendly card. I'll bounce around and talk yeah. to different people. But mm -hmm. Amy will sit herself in one place on one stool and that's where she is for the whole night. That's where <laughs> she is. And people will come talk to her. Mm -hmm. But it's like a power move. In a way, I respect it. And I know it's not for you a power move. But I'm just saying, like, if I did it, I would be like, well, what if no one comes and talks to me? And I'm just going to be here by myself watching all the other people. So I have to move around. What's well, a little bit of. It's funny. I think I do do, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's why we're a team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a little. It's a little bit. It's also like creating a vacuum. It's like. There's such uh -huh. stillness and people are going to be like, well, there's a vacuum there. Let me go occupy that space. Right. Which is, I, I, I very much relate to that. Like, that's how I would, that's, it's like, yeah, draw people into my web because <laughs> you're, ri you're risking rejection, one to go up to people. And also there's yeah. something about it that seems a little insincere, mm. but it's like, if you come into my space, especially because I'm very unlikely to reject. I'm inviting mm -hmm. sort of oh, yeah. by, by, you know, <laughs> I want people to come into my space. But if you approach, you don't always know if that's how other people are feeling, mm -hmm. right. if, that, if they want you necessarily to approach. But it can lead to awkward conversations, mm -hmm. which I'm all about. <laughs> Sometimes the best conversations start off very awkwardly. <laughs> um, yeah, if you can withstand that part. Right. Then it can be real good. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's. That's my whole, uh, yeah, I think that's my whole strategy is just withstand the awkward part <laughs> and then see what comes after. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, dude, I totally, I totally get that. Um, I know, ah, I don't really know how to do this. I know that this is weird, but I just, I'm just coming over to, uh, I want to say, tell you my name. I know this is, is this weird? We're at a party. We're both at a party. Yeah, we're yeah, we're yeah. both at a party. I'm just going to yeah, say no, no. my name. Say it. And maybe you'll, you'll tell me your name. Maybe. And then, um, you know, uh, from there, a conversation might. Could. Could. There might, there's a chance. There's a chance could. that. A, Maybe. I'm not going to presume that that's what's going to happen. 
No, because that would be uncouth. That would be uncouth for me mm-hmm. to presume yeah. that because I'm a I'm a I'm a man who approaches a lady at in the middle of a of a kind of mid afternoon party with l- light music. Yeah, if, because I give my name because I mm-hmm. disclose my name. Mm-hmm. You can't assume that you know if it were if it were potentially a, an early evening party. It, the rules might be slightly different. Maybe, maybe it would be more presumptuous mm-hmm. for me to assume that because I give my name that you early evening. Now we're entering. It's, it's, yeah. It's this a, is a witching hour. It's, now. It's, yes. Now it's yeah. a witching hour. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm yeah. I mean, that's a yes. I'm curious to know if we will have a conversation. I'm curious. There's only one way to find out. Right. But. Uh, mm. I, oh, 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 so, uh, oh, excuse me. Would you like uh, uh, some s- samosas? Uh, Would any of you like samosas? Alex. Oh, God. Alex. Okay. Now you know his name before mine. Yeah, so now I'm better friends with him. (sighs) Friends? I'm sorry. I just have samosas. Well, now I was being presumptuous. Oh, see, I can empathize. I'm so sorry. You guys don't want samosas? No. No. You don't? No. I'm sorry. It's just that we haven't even gotten there yet. No. There's a lot. Okay. Well, we're trying to but, we're trying to negotiate how we're going to exchange names. But we have a connection now. Uh, which is we were both presumptuous. Oh. Both of us were. I'm sorry. I presumed that you guys were you guys had nothing in your head except for drinks, so I assumed you might want us some samosas. Mm. I'm just checking in. Uh how's everyone doing? Uh Donald, I see you're talking to Barry. Barry, oh you're talking my to God. Donald. Uh, so, uh, Donald Whoa. is a successful real estate agent, and and Mary volunteers in uh, walking dogs on the weekends, right? Oh, I hope you're having a wonderful time at the party. Okay, bye. <laughs> ah. Too much. Okay, two samosas, please. Oh, two wait, samosas. you know what? I forgot Alex. Sorry, and Alex uh, is an excellent swimmer. Oh, well, listen, I don't want to be in pa- a part of this, but yes, I am. I am very good at swimming. Alex, um, I think I don't want to presume anything, but uh, it feels like we are now the three of us, maybe the four of us in a conversation. Hmm. Uh, oh, no, I'm I'm just circulating. I just, okay. you know, it You're seemed, not... it seemed, no, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to others. I'm slightly listening mm. to you because it's very awkward what's happening. And yeah. I just, I'm trying to offer, you know what, Alex, maybe we could, maybe we could get them some, um, I don't think it can be helped. The no, awkardness. It's you you, I mean, we're Mary, moving through it. Maybe you are responding to what he's saying. Yes. It, we're in it. We're and in you it. are also a very good at uh your the I don't, matchmaking. I don't do mm-hmm. I don't do awkward. Okay. Mm, but you're, I <laughs> it's just happening. Don't do you're here, you're still talking to us. Oh no. Mm-hmm. You're in. You're in no. you're in a conversation. No, absolutely no, 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 yes, no. no you are. I each of us I, I think each of us needs a samosa and I think Alex, you should have one of the samosas you're serving. Yes. I should also um all right. I've had many today and I'll I I I'm full. I, I, I'm but sorry. You have to break bread with us. You have if to. We're in a, we're if we're going to have a conversation, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's it's rude not to. Okay. Well, now I. Okay. Well, I don't mean to be presumptuous, but you. All right. I'll have yeah. a piece. How about I have half? Maybe each of us okay. should share one samosa. We'll share one. Okay. Let's each take a bite. We have plenty of samosas. <laughs> I ordered like two hundred. A samosa has three corners. Corners. No four. Four. If you count. 
which what's the fourth corner? Well, there's a, like it's like a pyramid. Mm-hmm. It it like sits. You're right. Yes. On, a, yes. on a few corners. So let's each take a bite of the corner of the samosa, and that I think will inoculate us to the awkwardness. Or <laughs> that's a presumption I'm making because it could also make things much worse. Let's find out. I feel like it will increase the awkwardness, but we can try to. Let's, let's do it. So all at once? All at once. All at once. Here we go. Oh. Oh. Uh, oh all right. Well, Ah. <laughs> That's great. Wow. <laughs> what in the world? Um, Raving Janes, please talk about I know you guys just you're you're in a residency now. You yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. Please talk a little bit about what you do and what people can expect from this residency and where they can find the show. This will be uh, this is broadcasting live, but also will be uh, as a podcast on Tuesday. So mm-hmm. tell what do people need to know? Cool. Uh, we are doing a tribute to the Lilith Fair uh, for the next, what, three months? Mm-hmm. October, November, December. That's three months. Am I confusing the Lilith Fair? There was like, that was like mm-hmm. an all women's indie rock yes. festival in the 90s. Was yes. there something Nailed else it. like that? There, there were some precursors. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. The little affair was the big one. It's like the yeah, the big corporate one. For mm-hmm. some reason, all I can think about because I saw a commercial today for the counters, so I can just think about the girl who played who's Darlene, the dark-haired. Oh. That's what I think of uh-huh. when I think of Lilith Fair. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, so we will be doing the second Saturday of every month, except for in October. It's actually the third Saturday. Mm-hmm. I think it's the fifteenth. Uh, 9.30 p.m. Where? Players Theater. Players Theater, Players right by the right by the uh, Comedy Cellar. Yeah, yeah exactly. Cafe Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so come check it out. You, you can find information on our website, ravingjanes.com, Janes with a Y. Tribute to the Lilith Fair. If you love Lilith Fair, if you love <laughs> mm-hmm. Indigo Girls. Yeah, yes. there you go. There you go. <laughs> well, I'm going to list some more people who would have been at Lilith Fair. Um, Fiona Apple, Fiona Apple, uh-huh. Lennis Morissette, yeah. Yeah. Bjork. Shout out, shout out. Um, <laughs> who else would have been on there? Uh, Erica uh, Badu. Erica Badu. Ooh, shout out, Cheryl Crow. There's somebody oh, else yeah. I want to. Oh, we, we got a minute. We got a minute. Oh, uh, uh-huh. I'm gonna do one more artist. Uh, the, uh, the, plays the guitar. Bonnie Raitt. Nice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Plays the guitar. Okay. Um, <laughs> a lot of mm-hmm. good. All right. So that yeah, that's uh, that's it for the Raving Jane's. Any more? Any last words of wisdom tonight before we end this episode of No Suggestion? This was super fun. Thank you for having us. Very How cool. do people oh, yeah. find you on Instagram? Uh, Raving Janes, mm-hmm. and it's a uh, Janes with a Y, so R A V I N G J A Y N E S. I don't think there's an N Y C on there. Is no, there. No, I think it's just that. This has been <laughs> a, a fantastic episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us. I'm Ralph Jean Pierre, co-host Xavier Pearson, who made it right on time. Yeah, Raving Janes. <laughs> We love you guys. Be well. This is no suggestion on Radio Free Brooklyn. I didn't read any ads tonight. Yeah, I was good night. At that Bye. <laughs> but it was so good. No. <laughs> 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 <laughs>